With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Vosh at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Welcome into the Ravens Press Pass podcast. Today is Thursday, August 3rd. Training camp continued today. And after practice, we had a chance to hear from the coordinators. Let's kick things off today with special teams coordinator Chris Horton. Um, thought our guys came out today, really the last couple days, and really put in some uh, good days of work. Uh, really just encouraged by what I'm seeing, by all the, uh, all the young guys and the veteran guys and the type of leadership that, that these guys are taking. Uh, questions? Oh, you know, it's it's awesome. Uh, you know, Jerry and I's relationship. Uh, I said this before, man. It's it's bigger than football. So we do spend a lot of time talking to each other. So when he does show up, I'm excited to see his face. And then when he uh, he jumps in the drills, it's even it's even more exciting because I could tell. You know, maybe maybe he he misses it a little bit, right? Uh, he wants to get out there, and he's he's coaching the right thing. So I'm I'm all excited for it. It's always good to see him. Chris, it looked like uh, one step for a lot of offseason training, both a lot of it was over the offseason. Where have you seen his you know, uh, I think it's in everything that he does. Uh, Jordan's working. Jordan's working hard uh, every day. Uh, he has a plan. Uh, Randy puts him through a, a workout plan. Jordan, what are you working on? Okay, if this is going to be turnover balls, then let's make sure that that's what we're working on. Let's let's get down to the finest little details of turnover balls. If we're working in that pooch area, let's making sure that uh, we're doing the right things with our drop, with our footwork. So I think he's he's taking it all piece by piece and. Uh, when we see this game here in a couple uh, uh, next week, sometime, hopefully we put it all together. When it comes to the return, man, is that still Duvernay's role, or are you guys giving other guys a look as well? Uh, that's that's Duvernay's role, but obviously, you know, during this time, everybody gets an opportunity. If you're here, you you want an opportunity, you want to look, right? So it's our job as coaches to give everybody an opportunity. Uh, Dude's done a great job. Right. Uh, you know, for a guy that had never returned the ball and then to do what he's done the last couple of years, man, we're excited about Duvernay. But we're also excited about some of the young guys that we have as well. Chris, after years of continuity in your kicking game, you've had a lot of turnover now in your long snapper and your hold over the last couple of years. How important is this camp in this preseason to get that all even out? Every day is valuable. Uh, every day those guys are out here, they're working on something. Uh, whether it's uh, snap to catch, uh, whether it's whether it's Tyler snapping the Jordan for holds for Tucker, whether it's uh, punt snaps, whether it's punt footwork, it's it's all very important. And I think uh, as we continue to move throughout camp, uh, these guys will uh, they're going to stick together like glue because uh, it's important for us. You know, we've won a lot of games with those three guys. Chris, speaking uh, of guys, Keaton Mitchell, obviously very fast. What do you see out of him, special teams. 
You know, uh, Keen, Keen's a guy that I think, you know, uh, that can go out and play anywhere you ask him to play. Uh, again, I'm, I told him before, you know, I'm gonna put you on kickoff. I want to see you run. I want to see some physicality. And um, I think he's got the right mindset. He's got the right makeup. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna let him return some punts. We're let him return some kicks. Right. We're gonna let him play some punt uh, out at Gunner. We're just gonna give him every opportunity to to make this football team and, and put himself in position to make this football team. That was special teams coordinator Chris Horton. After practice, we also talked with defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, who discussed his feeling about this defensive unit and what they could have in store for this year. Uh, all right, great to see everybody. I uh, feel like I was up here a couple days ago, so we'll see what, what questions you have. What's stood out to you about Arthur Hall Lance uh, yeah, just you know, he's got great energy and, and um, provides uh, a little fire to you know for, to the nickel position out there. And um, it's some a lot of things that we've done that are uh, not so consistent with how he's done things. So, so considering that learning curve, we're actually impressed with you know how, how fast he's picked everything up. But uh, just just a fun guy to be around and uh, just attacking what we're asking him to do. So. Uh, that's huge. It's huge. You know, he's obviously a vital, vital part of our, of our operation, and uh, he spearheads the charge. So, um, you know, he picks it up very fast. He makes it seem very easy. Uh, and I think the guys follow that lead. You know, and um, if 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 he's going and he's and, he, and he's rolling and rocking and rolling, then the guys fall in line. Then you know, things just happen a little bit more seamlessly than you know. So it's it's good. It's great as a coach. Rock going down, is it even more important right now for some of these other corners, especially the young ones, to kind of start separating themselves? I wouldn't say it's more important. I, I'd, I'd just say it's always important. You know, that's something that we're looking for. Obviously, we've got a great uh, competition going on, you know, uh, opposite Marlin. So uh, just, you know, there's going to be more reps to be had for sure. We'll see how long it lasts. But, uh, you know, th I, think, I think the focus has been there from day one with those guys. Like we've heard, uh, heard various uh, players talk about what they've gotten out of their interactions with Chuck Smith. Um, yeah. Do you think, and not just outside linebackers, but do you think he has an unusual ability to sort of relate as a teacher? I would say he's got a great ability to, to relate. You know, I, I, any coach you want to be able to relate to your players so you have a good relationship. I think that's an important thing. Uh, it starts with John and, and who, who he hires, you know, and who's on our staff. I'd speak to everybody on our staff. I think everybody does a great job of uh, building rapport with our players, and you can build that trust and that connectivity. So, you know, we can stay aligned when we're asking, you know, when we're working through that back and forth of coaching guys up and asking asking things from them. And I think you see that the players, you know, play harder, and, and you get more out of them when you have that relationship. So, but Chuck's Chuck's just like everybody else; but he's doing a great job. Coach, we saw Jalen taking a lot of the reps today outside or opposite of Marlon. What about him making capable of stepping up? Should he be needed there for a long period of time? Well, Jalen's a guy that we're really excited when we drafted him. So he's, he's got a lot of ability, and uh, he's a very smart player. He's, he's versatile. He can play multiple spots. Uh, but, you know, this is an opportunity for him to go to go show what he can do and, and, and see if he can earn himself a job. So opportunities out there. Has he improved at all any different from Has he looked better, like, throughout camp? Talking about Jalen? Uh, yeah, I would say it's a gradual improvement, you know. But it, with, the whole, with the whole defense right now, we're in, we're in week two, we're in it, we're in pads. Um, the emphasis is let's go, all right? We're not waiting around, it's not process for result, we're rolling, okay? So we're, we're trying to get ready for, for next week when we tee it off against the Eagles. 
and then ultimately, you know, against Houston week one. So uh, we won't pedal to the metal right now, and I think he's right there with the rest of the crew. Right, during his time here, Calais really established himself as a vocal leader. Uh, since he left, who's really like stepped up on the defensive line and established himself as like the new voice? Yeah, I think we spoke to it uh, the other day very well. I mean, we got a great group right there, and they're not necessarily a young group. I mean, they, they're not, not green in that way. They're young, but they're not green. I mean, off the top of my head, Michael Pierce has done a great job. He's been here all offseason. Brent Urban done a great job. Uh, Broderick Washington is a, is a stalwart in the middle for us, leads through action and not his words. Justin Matabike, same, same deal, comes to work every day, plays extremely hard. Uh, there's a group that feeds off one another. Um, Tra Travis Jones, second-year guy. You would never guess he's a second-year guy. The list goes on. So is there one guy that's kind of the head, head of the group? You know, maybe, maybe not, maybe by day, but really proud of their approach. Uh, the competitiveness with them and the, the ability, you know, the, hey, look, they're, they're fighting for pass rush snaps too, so a lot of competition in that room as well. Mike, how hard is it to get your players to work on tackling when there's very little to no tackling allowed? And has that impacted what you see in games in terms of guys' abilities? That's a great question. The tackling, tackling, tackling is a lost art, you know, and, and the rules really uh, – Make it challenging, like you said, you know, to do it. So you have to be creative in what you do it. Now, I will say when we practice, it's always angles to the ball, making sure we have the ball viced, um, tearing off blocks, making sure we're in position to make a tackle. And then the tempo kind of dictates how we finish. So I, I'm actually very pleased with when we we're in the pads. We've been able to cup the ball very well. And we talk about, you know, finishing in a dominant position and then the ball, ball carrier goes backwards and staple tackling. Uh, we're not going to be able to do that with our guys. Uh, but we definitely, we definitely want to thug guys up, wrap them up, and make sure we know we're insuring tackles. Adape has talked about I was going to embrace kind of more powerful aspect of his pass rush. Does that require a different mentality when you're out there on the edge? It happens too Well, I think any good pass rusher is going to start with power. You know, I think if you just go down the list of the top pass rushers throughout the league, they have some sort of power. If you, if you have no. If you have no threat of power, you know, tackles are just not going to respect it and the rest of your stuff isn't going to be set up as well. But if you watch, he's got a great long arm and, um, you know, he's working on that. I know that. He's working on it today with, uh, with Chuck out there during Indy. So um, that's a power. I think it showed up last year on tape too. I think, you're gonna, I think you see when you turn the tape on, is he's got a great long arm and then the counter's off it. But uh, just like any great pass rusher, you got to have that element, you know, if you're, you know, going to have any success. Did you feel like the end of his season last year was something he could really build on? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great question. I think uh, you go in with an idea of what you have to build to. That picture is clear from the from the get go, but it's still within the framework of who do we have and what do they do and what can they do, and then we can kind of take it as it goes from right there. So, um, and I've alluded to this a lot of times, but when our personnel became into focus throughout the middle of the year. It really dictated what we could and couldn't do schematically and narrowed the focus, and I think that's when we took off. So um, definitely that picture is clear on a, earlier at this point in time. Mike, uh, your Kyle uh, Yeah, um, Kyle, like we've said, he's a guy that we're going to be able to move around right now. He's trying to, we're trying to get him really good at safety with the ability to move him to a different, different spot. So uh, please where he's at. Uh, you know, I think he started out camp really well, hasn't had as much ball production over the last couple of days, so that's something that we're going to challenge him, you know, to be able to do moving forward throughout camp and going into the season. What have you seen from Caillou? Any of his pedigree growing up around him with his dad, is that noticeable when he's out here on the field or in the meetings? 
Yeah, I'd say it, it definitely shows itself off off the field and in the building. I mean, you love his approach. He's here every morning working out when I'm in there with the guys and going through the process. The training room speaks very highly of him uh, and his approach and his, his mentality on the field. My message to him was just is let's go, let's go compete. All right, stay, take the step every day that you need to. We had a conversation actually this morning. Steve Smith talks about rookies making a play a day, and I just encourage him to go for it. You know, go for it so you can get those plays on tape where guys are going to remember the, you know, those, those positive plays that you're, that you're making. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. That was Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, who's heading into his second year as the team's play caller on that side of the ball. And of course, we also talk with offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. There's lots of excitement about Todd going into his first season as the Ravens offensive coordinator. And he discussed his thoughts going into this year. How do you like the, the tempo so far? I know today was kind of more walkthrough, but even when they had the pads earlier this week, how do you think the tempo of the offense? Well, it's a work in progress. We're not, we're not nearly where we need to be, and we shouldn't be. So because it's that, it's early in camp. Um, but we got we got a lot of work to do. Todd, the two second-year tight ends, Carrara and Michael, they need to each show you significant snaps. Well, first off, we got to figure out um, on the roster, be it those two players or whoever we have, do we have an individual here that can play Y, can be a blocking tight end, can do some things in line after losing the young man they had last year. So. You know, and with Pat being out, so that that's what we need to see from them. We know, we know Zay is an excellent receiving tight end, and we got to take the next step with a number of those guys. Uh, once we really, we'll know a lot more once we go to practice against the Redskins. We play some preseason games where we're at. Well, we'd love to have J.K. out there. I mean, there's there's no question about it, um, and we look forward when he does get out there. I don't control that. What I control is. What we do each day on the practice field, and we'll be excited when he gets back. John said he talked to him. Have you talked to him at all? I talk to him every day. <laughs> I talk to him every day. Like, I don't know. That's a big smile on his face, and I don't know what else to say. I mean, he's there every day. So, 
when he's out there, we'll, we'll be fired up. He's out there. Realistically, with JK, how far behind is he as far as learning this offense goes? How much catching up does he have to do when he actually gets back? Great question because he hasn't repped. So it's hard for me to know that when he's not out there. It's just the way it is. I mean, he's not out there, so we'll find out when he does get out there. But we're excited. I know I was kind of being a little, you know, smart aleck there. But I'm just saying in general, when he gets out there, we'll be excited to have him. Is it tough to know? Oh, I don't know. I mean, think about it. They come out here wearing our players' jerseys. I mean, how cool is that? You know, our players get to live out their dream and get paid for something they were they've been playing since they were little kids like them. And uh, to me, that's really easy. To me, that that's not hard. That's easy. That's that's Todd Munkin at eight years old that was dying to get an autograph and meet his favorite player. And um, that's not hard. That's actually really, really easy. And uh, you wish you could do it for all of them. Todd, is it tough to kind of project where you guys are as an offense when you don't have guys like Dolphins and Bateman out there who are going to be two key pieces in the offense? Well, right now it's not hard to project because we're not really good right now. We've got a long ways to go. Well, there's a certain expectation of the position, right? Whoever's out there, uh, whoever starts for the Ravens, there's an expectation there, whether it is Salah or John, you know, whoever that might be. Uh, I think there's some great competition there. And uh, we look forward again as you keep moving into camp, you get more um, practices and pads and you go against some other teams, you get a little better better idea of what you can expect. We've seen the, the chemistry between Lamar and Mark Andrews to go off script for the last few years with great success. When you're coming in with a new system, how do you balance not wanting to stifle that but also wanting to play within the offense within the system? Great question. You don't want to take away creativity, a great chemistry that players have but we've got to continue to improve all of our quarterback's ability to check the ball down, to get it to outlets, running backs, getting them more involved, and Mark still being a big part of that. Mark is going to be a big part of what we do as the other players, but we want to, we want to keep that, but also the ability to move on, right? Move on as the pocket breaks down, we can find outlets and get the ball out of his hands. Wide receivers, I'm sorry, running backs throughout the league have voiced that they're feeling undervalued. How has it evolved their rule in how you run offense with running backs? What? Okay, which one do you want me to do? You want me to, you want me to comment on their feeling undervalued or you want to comment on like their roles? Let's do both. First okay. of all, I will just say this about any position. And first of all, I'm never going to talk about another man's business. That, that is something they have to take care of. Okay, so, but running backs, in my opinion, are highly valued in this league. The running backs we have are highly valued to me. I think any player that makes an NFL roster is highly valued. That's a fact, they're one of the best in the world. I don't care, you're 53 to one, you're one of the best in the world, elite, elite. I think they're a valuable commodity on any team. I don't set the market. Our right tackle's valuable, our kicker's valuable, our quarterback's valuable, the running backs are valuable. Now as far as how you've altered their use of running backs over the time you've been 
See, I got the first one. You wouldn't let me go, would you? You went, you went to the next one. I was waiting on that one. Now the va Okay, so um, trying to determine with all of your players what you can do to maximize their skill set. What got them here? If you're lucky enough to have an every down running back, that's different. If you have other guys that have certain traits, then you try to utilize that, whether downhill, right between the tackles, matchup guys are important. Uh, once you get in into that world of guys that can win one-on-one, -on -one, I think it's assessing every player that we have on a roster has some unique trait. They just do something, and it's our job to pull it out of them or find what that is that they do. They're already elite, but at a unique level, and then utilize that in your game plan. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I appreciate Mark saying that. Um, it, it, it'll only matter what we do on Sundays. You know, what we do every day. I mean, that's being a pro. Um, I wasn't here in the past, so I can't speak to what it looked like before. Am I appreciative we're locked in? Yes, that's that's what being a pro is. That, that's a, this is a job. This, this is a job. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, we get to we get to play a kid's game, but no make don't make, don't make any mistake about it. I mean, we're paid to do a job, and when that ends, so I, I take full advantage of that, and I appreciate that they have been attentive and they they have been, and they've wanted to, again, embrace the new system, what we're doing. Now we just got to continue to take those next steps because we're not there yet. It looks like what you say, you know, tough guys drop running, but also after he makes the catch, he looks like he's a guy, and again, it's not for contact, but looking to go out of bounds. Looks like he's always trying to get that extra yard. Is that something that's usually, I mean, you see that a lot in your players, or is that something that is maybe a little more He's a natural run-after-catch guy. Some guys have more ability that way. Lamar has a unique trait with the ball in his hands. Not every quarterback does. Some guys are more confident. If they played running back as a youngster uh, growing up and then they moved later in life, they have some running skills to them. Uh, tight ends in the NFL that grew up as air raid receivers have route running skills. So sometimes you develop that at a younger age. Vision, uh, once I get the ball in my hands, the ability to make plays. And obviously, with his quickness, is he gets rewarded for that. So when I did that, I got stuck in the dirt. Like I tried to make his moves and it didn't work. So then I slid and I got down. So as you do things and you have success, you continue to do that. Mentioned uh, guys with specific traits. Keith Mitchell's a young guy. Keith Mitchell is a young guy and one of those traits that he's He's had some nice plays the last few days. What have you seen out of him that's kind of stood out to you aside from the speed? Well, um, he's got elite speed. I mean, he does have that. So getting him to the edge, um, he has quickness about him. He can be possibly be a matchup player, but he works awfully hard. He's diligent in the meeting rooms, taking good notes, asks good questions. If he doesn't know, he'll let you know. Uh, when we had a miscommunication uh, yesterday in practice, he explained it the way he'd want to explain it. This is what I heard. This is what I thought the quarterback meant, and that is that is great engagement for us to fix it. The communication didn't exist. Quarterback said something. He assumed it was this or thought it was this. And, and that's when a player's dialed in when they're engaged. 
That was Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. You also heard from DC Mike McDonald and special teams coordinator Chris Horton. Now, if you haven't done so already, leave a rating and a review here on the Ravens Press Pass podcast. And also go check out the Lounge podcast feed. Ryan Mink and I have regular guests to stop by the Lounge. We also do full breakdowns of everything that we're seeing out there on the practice field. So check out that feed as well. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again soon. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Monogram at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 